0: In this episode, we'll cover how to respond to interview questions. We've already partially covered this subject in two other episodes, the phone interviewing episode and the face-to-face interviewing episode. However, it's now time to take this subject on head-on and go deep into responding to interview questions. So, Goals. Let's talk about what's not our goal. Our goal is not to make you something you're not. We don't want to be so good at responding to questions that we're telling people what they want to hear. The extreme example of this is interviewing recruiters. It's extremely difficult to interview recruiters because they're all really good at responding to interview questions. So they're hard to interview. Our goal isn't to make you something you're not. Our goal is to enhance communication. To paint an honest picture of yourself, to make sure we are answering the right question and not shooting ourselves in the foot. We also want to eliminate the noise that's created by lack of interview skills. Many times, really good candidates don't get hired or get rejected during the interview process because they're not good at interviewing. So you should put time into learning how to interview well. It will benefit you throughout your career. You'll make more money. You'll be more successful. You'll get the job you really want. You have to learn how to be good at participating in the interview process. It doesn't come naturally to anyone. Interviewing is selling. Interviewing is selling yourself. And for many people, sales is a difficult thing to learn. So acknowledge that fact Roll up your sleeves, put in some effort, become a student of the interview process. What's contained in this podcast is just a taste of what's out there and what you could do to get better at answering interview questions. I just wanted to give you my two cents for my two decades in the recruitment business, but I encourage you to roll up your sleeves, seek out other resources, and invest in yourself in this area it will pay dividends. So here's what we're gonna cover today. Telling your story. Preparation. The anatomy of responding to interview questions. How not to get shot in an interview and ideas how to shine. And responding to common interview questions. So telling your story. Telling our story is a powerful way to build relationships. Relationships are built from trust And trust comes from knowing what another person is all about, who they are, what they do, how they do it, and what motivates them. Our story allows us to create common ground by sharing our experiences and values. During the interview process, it's important to tell your story, and you get a chance in every interview. Almost everyone asks, Tell me about yourself. This is your chance. Sometimes they say something else like, hey, I've read your resume, and can you tell me a little bit more about what's not on your resume? But in general, it's the same question. What they're saying is, tell me your story. In order for you to optimize this opportunity, you must prepare, and this is your story. Your story should be no longer than two to three minutes, ideally one to two. The length will depend on several factors. Number one, Your life story. If you're a new grad, it's probably going to be shorter than a senior executive. And two, most importantly, your ability to tell a story in a captivating and interesting way. There's nothing worse than a boring story. So if you haven't developed the skills, the experience, the ability to tell a story in a way that people are going to be captivated, motivated, and engaged, then work on it. And tell a short story. Don't tell a long, boring story. So let's say our goal is 1.5 minutes. So what goes into your story? Short answer, practice and preparation. Long answer, first of all, write down some bullet points. Think family, life choices, education, business experience. A good story combines both heart and head. Heart. Why. Motivation. Feelings. Head. How. What. Strategy. You should be speaking from both of these angles as you tell your story. About your life. About your family. School. The jobs you had. The things you learned. The reasons you left. The decisions you made. So start writing. You will need to practice this story and get good at telling it. So do it in the mirror, in the car, on the way to work. Record it. Listen to it. Is it interesting? Tell your family and friends. Practice and get feedback. Within a short time, you'll have an interesting story that you can tell. So make sure to time yourself, and you can hit that 1.5-minute goal. Preparation. Prepare for an interview by practicing your story. Writing down what your goals and motivations are, what makes you good at your job, why someone would want to hire you, par or parla stories related to major accomplishments. So par, problem, action, result, or parla, problem, action, result, learned and applied, is a framework by which people interview Behaviorally, There are two styles of interviewing. You should be able to recognize each of these styles so that you can respond accordingly. Factual-based interviewing, which is less commonly used these days, is about whether or not you have an experience or a skill. Do you know how to program in C+. Have you ever written a marketing plan? These are yes and no answers, typically, or short, simple answers they're no longer in favor in terms of how people interview. Most modern interviewers are taught behavioral interviewing. Behavioral interviewing is about asking an individual about a time or an experience and what they did. The model for this is PAR: problem, action, result. Tell me about a time where you had a difficult coworker that you had to deal with. The problem Difficult coworker. what action did you take? What was the result? And if it's a parlor, how did you learn, or what did you learn, and how did you apply it? So in the example of a difficult coworker, the action you took, I sat that person down, and I talked to him about the issues, and I gave them feedback. The result was, we had a very productive conversation. The individual acknowledged the issue committed, and we both committed to work on it. The result of that is we now have a really strong working relationship. What I learned is when there's an issue, I need to sit down face-to-face and talk to the person about the challenges. And how I've applied that is when I see issues now with an individual in the organization, I like to meet with them face-to-face to talk through those problems that's the parla or par model so you should write down par stories or mini par stories about some of your accomplishments you can use these when someone says tell me about a time that you blank 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 chances are you can anticipate the things in your resume and in your experiences that people may find interesting and would want to ask you about so write down par stories Also in your preparation, write down PAR stories in your experiences that fit the things that people would be interviewing for in the job. So if the job is a manufacturing engineer and a major focus is around solving manufacturing problems, then find some of your major accomplishments and write stories about it. So focus your PAR stories around things that you can either through your research, previous discussions or just general anticipation, can think that these might be areas of focus. You'll already have anticipated the battlefield, and that's path the battle. Some other things to write down. What are you looking for in your next opportunity? And why are you interested in changing jobs? Anatomy of responding to questions. So there's basically three steps in responding to any interview question, and it may sound pretty simple, because it is. But doing this wrong can cause great harm in your interview process. Number one, be sure you understand the question. Practice active listening. One of the tenets of active listening is to repeat back the question in a reformed manner, meaning listen to the question. Focus on what the person is asking. Make sure you understand it. And then once they're done asking the question, repeat the question back in a slightly rephrased manner so that you're able to ensure that you understood the question correctly. For example, using the same example we had previously, tell me about a time where you had a difficult coworker that you had to deal with. So what you're asking, Mr. Manager, is you would like to tell me to tell you about a situation Where someone I worked with wasn't easy to work with and how I dealt with that particular situation. And wait for the person to validate. Yes, that's correct. Or to correct you if you misheard, misunderstood, or misinterpreted. Then the body. This is where you respond to the question. You tell your par or parla story or an appropriate response depending on the question. And then the third and final section is to check for understanding. So does that make sense? Do you have any additional questions? Make sure you validate that you asked the right, answered the right question. The next section, how not to get shot in an interview and ideas how to shine. Also known as how to not step on mines. Here are some common mines. And a mine is just like you think, like a minefield. You step on it. You don't want to step on it because if you do, you could blow yourself up. Common mine. Why are you looking to leave your current company? The reason this is a mine is because many people go negative on this question. Don't be negative. You can communicate your needs in a positive way about what you're looking for in your next opportunity. If you're interviewing for a job, chances are your needs are not being met. People understand this. So, Referring to what those needs that aren't being met in a negative way isn't helping you. Try to rephrase it in a way that makes sense to people, but isn't bad-mouthing your current boss, previous boss, current company, or previous company. For example, if someone says, why are you looking to leave? There's two ways you could answer that. You could say, because I don't get enough exposure to current manufacturing equipment, our equipment is so old, you wouldn't believe how old it is. It's so old that I think some of it came from Henry Ford. Another way to phrase that in a positive way is to say, I would, I, I'm looking for a new opportunity because I'd like to get exposure to more current manufacturing equipment and techniques See how that's positive? I'm looking to get exposure versus I don't have, we don't have, this doesn't work. We want to say, I want to, I would like to, we will. And that's a very, very subtle difference in some ways, but it's a very, very impactful difference because people want to hire folks that aren't going to bad mouth them. So don't bad mouth your company, don't badmouth people. Um, Another thing to think about is handling negative information. In the interview process, you're undoubtedly going to have to communicate negative information, like why you're looking to leave or if you were laid off. Those type things could be potentially negative. So the rule here is state the facts and move on. Don't get caught spending too much time in these potentially negative areas. Another minefield, what salary are you looking for? In the early phase of the process, when you're actually interviewing, the salary is a minefield. Because if you don't say exactly what people are looking for, or they don't have enough experience with you, or enough information about the impact that you can bring to justify the premium salary you probably need because you're a top performer, you're just going to get kicked out of the process. Once they know all these great things about you and want to hire you and know you're the only person for the job, they're far more willing to look at a different, more higher salary than in the early stages where that question is just being used for screening. So don't fall into that trap. Another thing, and this is more how to shine in the interview process, is the, what I call the we, I, me. All the time growing up, we're taught that it's we, it's the team, it's us that did it, not to take individual or personal credit. Well, good news and bad, they're not hiring we. They're not hiring the team. They're looking to hire you. So in your interview process, you need to focus around what you did what your impact was, what your specific role was. Don't exaggerate here. Don't take credit for other people's work, but focus on talking about the things that you did and the impact you had. Otherwise, people are going to make assumptions that you didn't do anything. So you need to take credit for what you have done. In our final section, we'll cover some common interview questions and how to answer them. Number one, tell me about yourself. All right. If you're not ready for this one, you haven't listened to this podcast yet. This is time to tell your story. Number two, describe your current or most recent position. You should be ready to do this. This isn't something you should need to think of when it's asked. This is one of the things when we talked about preparation. Write down the key points of what you're currently doing, what the impact is, what your major impacts are or accomplishments in that role. Number three, what are you looking for in your next opportunity? So this is an important question because, and again, you should have this written down. What are you looking for in your next opportunity? Don't shoot from the cuff on this one. This should be a well thought out answer. It shouldn't be too specific, but it shouldn't be too vague. What are the things you're looking for in the next opportunity? What is going to make you happy? What is going to satisfy your need? What are not you getting in your current role? People want to answer this question in the wrong place. When they say, why are you looking to leave your job? People are ready to give a laundry list of why they're looking to leave their job. Why not give a concise, well-thought-out list of what you're looking for in your new opportunity? Number four, what are your strengths? Don't be modest here. This is the time to really think about what you're best at. I'd rephrase this question in your preparation. What are you best at? What makes you different or better than other people with the same title doing the same job as you? Write it down. Be ready to communicate it. It's a common question. What is your greatest weakness? Now the cheesy interview people will say, Turn a weakness into a strength don't give a weakness, give a strength. I'm here to tell you that sounds like a load of, well, sounds like a load. If you everybody has development areas. Everybody has things that they're working on. If you don't, you're either perfect or you're ignoring them. And I don't think you're perfect. I mean, I do think you're perfect because you're listening to this podcast, but I don't think that In reality, anyone's perfect. We're all human beings. We're all evolving. We all have things we're working on. So why not be honest? Why not think about the things that are the biggest things that you need to work on? Now, if your problem is you have a temper and you constantly punch coworkers, probably need to work on that temper before the interview. So think about things that are development areas that are professional, that you'd be comfortable sharing, but are genuine are real, that represent you in a way that people understand. For example, my greatest development area is why I'm doing a podcast. I'm a really good communicator, but my writing isn't so great. My spelling, punctuation, and grammar are not good. I'm genetically disabled when it comes to spelling. So I do a podcast, and when people ask me, what are your weaknesses? I say, well, I'm not a great speller. They say, okay, well, I can live with that. What are your other weaknesses? And I I think there's always something that we can develop, and I'm not going to share any more with you because I don't have any. No, of course I have them, but um, the list is way too long. But think about one or two things that you'd be willing to share that are truly your professional development areas. Way easier to answer these things if you thought about them beforehand and you've written them down. Okay, number six. Why do you want to work here? I certainly wouldn't say for the money or because the job pays better or because it has a bigger title. These should align with the things you want in your career. You need to think about why are you interviewing for this job? What do you want out of this position? What will it offer you that you don't have in your current opportunity? And think about ways that you can professionally say these things without being negative or without saying anything bad about your previous company. Next question. Why should we hire you? To answer this question, you should have already written down what makes you better, different, or unique from other people doing the same job at a different company. This one should be easy. And finally, do you have any questions for me? If you don't have any questions for this person then you need to listen to my previous podcast on preparing for a face-to-face interview. In that podcast, I provide a very long list of ideas on how to research and develop questions that you can have for each interviewer. You should prepare, prepare at least five to six questions for each interviewer and a pool of general questions that you can ask if you run out or if they're no longer relevant because the person has already answered your questions do not be in the situation where you say well you've already answered all my questions so i'm good always have a couple questions in reserve so that you can have a creative two-way dialogue with the interviewer thanks for joining me today as we dove deep into answering interview questions